Let's kick into it with the news and Matt is going to launch us because uh, the KLR 650 is back. Yes, so we covered this in last week's Driven. Uh, the KLR 650 is back from the dead now with EFI and ABS. Uh, pricing is $11,495, which is a bit of a jump from the previous time we saw the KLR before they axed it. But it's back and it will be in dealers around August. Okay. Is it worth buying? Well, yes. All motorcycles are worth buying. Yeah. Like... There's no such thing as a bad motorcycle. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're wearing a Harley shirt? Yes, um, my uh, first shirt that came off the rack this morning happened to be a Harley Davidson one. So um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things happening with Harley Davidson actually at the moment. So we saw the live wire come out last year, the electric Harley, which is still mind boggling to think of that Harley Davidson's the only like regular manufacturer that has an electric vehicle in the market. It, it seems so contrary to their brand, doesn't it? Yeah, like they and they've got a new CEO and he's doubling down on the whole like V twins and our core audience and everything. And you've got the live wire sitting over here for like the modern stuff and it's fifty four grand. It's not like it's a cheap bike, but now they're also doing an adventure bike which comes out in a month or so called the Pan America. Wow. And that's a completely different thing for Harley Davidson as well. It's a very interesting time to be a motorcyclist or a Harley fan. Need to latch onto the live wire a little bit, being an electric bike. Andrew did say if one was sold in New Zealand, he would eat a shoe. Oh. Andrew, did you eat that shoe? Uh, yeah, ages ago. <laughs> you, I just missed it. You were here for it. Um, how many have been sold and what's been the yeah, reception? Um, I'm not actually 100% sure on the numbers on how many are More than ones? At yes, least one. More, there's been at least four because Sam was just telling me before we went on air that there's he knows of at least four in one garage. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> now they could have been bought overseas and bought in because mm. this guy's got a lot of money. But um, yeah, four in New Zealand and four overseas. In fact, they've got eight of them. And um, these guys are mad keen Harley riders and they love them. They're like, they've changed motorcycle and they reckon they're one of the mm. best things they've ever ridden. Well, you've ridden it, haven't you, man? Yes, I've ridden it three times. I rode it in prototype stage, um, rode it in Oregon in the US, which was interesting. Um, nearly got hit by a deer um, because they're just, they're so quiet and animals yeah. can just go boop. Mm. Um, and also we rode it at Pukekohe last year, which was very eye-opening. Uh, you really got to let everything loose. What's and, it like to ride? Oh, mate, it is, it is genuinely like unlike any other motorcycle I've ever ridden, and I've ridden a fair few in yeah. my time now, and it's just so quick. Um, and because you don't have to worry about a clutch or changing gears, you just hammer on the throttle and go for it. And it's it's a very different experience. It's one I recommend, like you've yeah. got to have a go. You've got to have a go. Like the dealers, there's what, Auckland Harley Davidson and Road and Sport are the current dealers in New Zealand. You rock up to either of them, and they would love to give you the key. Did, did you miss the, the noise? Because I mean, that's what Harley's all about, isn't it? Yeah. But like, can we see mobsters and stuff like that cruising around silently on electric bicycles? Yes. So, can we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we it's can weird put the though. challenge out. But um, yeah, I think the um, yeah the big thing is the range. It's 235k or 225k max range. Um, I don't actually miss the sound. It makes its own unique sound because it's got a bevel drive to oh, okay. sort of transfer power from the electric motor to the rear wheel. Yeah. Um, so it sort of whirs like a jet engine. Um, right. And I've got a yeah, video on my Instagram of um, all the Auckland Harley and Road and Sport guys riding the fleet around Pukekohe. And as they're going past the, fin the finish straight, it's just like boom, 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 boom. They yeah. do sound cool in their own right, but it is, you're right, it's not that traditional no. potato, 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 potato that you <laughs> associate with Harley-Davidson's. Right. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Webb's auction, it was on over the weekend, and we were following this because of Racing Ray, our very good friend Racing Ray Williams was selling his 930 Porsche Turbo. And last week's episode was a cool one. Like, really, really good response to oh, Ray. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah like everyone, one of our best. How can you not love him, mate? Yeah. How'd he get on? 
Uh, well, the good news is that the the head for the headliner, the Ford Falcon GTHO, that sold for four hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. So that was that was the big big news from there. Unfortunately, Race Nine Thirty Turbo failed to sell. So. Oh, racing! Right, that yeah. was his retirement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's he going to do now? Yeah, he's just going to retire in a Porsche. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live in the back of that. Can't retire. Oh, we'll, we'll follow up with Ray and uh, see see what happens with that one in, in, in a coming episode as well. And I think um, all for for all Matt's experience riding bikes, Andrew, you're probably the other other end of the spectrum yes. as well. You've just got your I am, license, so, so obviously um, we've got a story. Yeah, that yeah. Comes so online for, today, tomorrow. For ridden, um, I went out and got my motorcycle license. I did the basic hel- basic handling skills test, and um, yeah, it was quite daunting. But I'm still yet to do the theory one. That's what I'm most scared of. But I think I'll knock that out this week. So. Did you hit any cones when you were doing the bank? No, I didn't basic. hit any cones. I it was just weird getting used to the indicator because I never rode a bike with an indicator before because I've ridden <laughs> dirt bikes. But obviously, like having to turn and stuff, like, <laughs> like, a, like a true BMW driver. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Is it was it hard for someone that hasn't ridden bike? Well, no, because as I say, I've ridden dirt bikes by most of my life, yeah. so I'm, I'm pretty confident with the clutch and stuff. But yeah, it was just weird, like mirror checking and head checking. Like when you guess you're on the trails, you're just worried about what's in front of you. Yeah. And yeah, it was just getting used to, I guess, like riding like a person would drive. So What did you guys do your, your, your test on when you did it? Can you remember the bike? I did it on a GN250, and I'm pretty mm. sure that license testing is keeping the GN250 alive. Oh, yeah, I did it on a GN250. When I got off my basic handling skills test, I had passed. It gave me the thumbs up swung my leg off and I knocked the tail light off it. Did you? Yeah, oh, it was one of those amazing. classic GNs with the tail light that stuck out about six inches and I just knocked it off and I was just so ashamed. I was like, oh, I'll pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it all has to start somewhere though, doesn't it? Where, where did your um, love uh, for motorcycles go? Where did, where did it take off for you? Probably uh, before I was born. My Both my parents uh, raced motorbikes so they raced at uh sydney oram park amaru park Mm -hmm. i grew up in like the playground at amaru park in sydney and bathurst as well so easter motorcycle races at bathurst um so grew up around bikes yeah my parents gave me a little 50cc honda honda mr50 that i was scooting around the backyard on first time i jumped on it gave it a handful shot off crashed and just recovered about six months later and got back on again. Yeah, right. I think we've all been there with a dirt bike and yeah. uh, the very first time you touch the throttle and woof, into an electric fence. Yeah. 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 What about you, mate? What did, uh, Matt, what did you, um, what, where did it start for you? Yeah, so my, Bob, well, I had a very similar experience. My very first motorcycle experience I remember was I was on my cousin's farm, well, my uncle's farm on my cousin's little, I think it was a Suzuki 80 and I uh, thought I was real cool. I thought I'd chucked it in neutral and I was going to give it a rev and yeah. Um, yeah wasn't a neutral, gave it a rev and it just went Oof, over this uh, dirt mountain into an electric fence that then my <laughs> uncle had to turn off to extricate the bike from. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then my old man, he um, got into bikes, uh, he turned 50 and had his midlife crisis and decided he was going to yeah. become a motorcyclist and um, yeah, one day he decided I was allowed to be one too and said, I'll oh. pay for your licensing. So I was like, cool, done. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like, like you, my dad um, was mad for motorsport um, mm. when I was growing up. He actually has a leg that is shorter by two inches than the other leg because he had such a bad accident. He was lucky to keep his leg. Jeez. So uh, I don't know why he persisted with the sport, but he did. Yeah. And uh, he got us a Yamaha Blaster, which is actually a four-wheeler. So that's where I kind of caught the passion for bikes. And then I got into the, the, the KX80s and the KX125. So I came through motocross and then got a super bike, which was a 1098. So um, oh, I'm jealous of the KX80. That's <laughs> what I always wanted. They're but. so good, eh? Yeah. Tony Street told me his leg was shorter from kicking your backside as a kid. So. Yeah, <laughs> there's a good chance it's something to do with it as well. Find your car at driven.co.nz.